0: Hello, hello, everyone. So welcome to another episode of the Podcast. I'm your host Divine Priestess. And before we get into today's episode, I did want to remind you guys are some products on my website that I will not Yeah. a batch for
1: into it. So, number one, we are going to talk about when getting spell work done and um, getting readings and advice right, done by practitioners. Be mindful okay, that, and this goes into the whole scammer episode, right? Be mindful that when you are getting these readings or you're getting these workings done, they do not happen over night. I have, um, a friend, a client, um, and someone who I <clears throat> do business with, right? Uh, I gave her a reading about maybe a year to two years ago. And she told me this when I saw her recently that
0: she's like,
1: Oh, I always think about this reading you gave me about two years ago, everything that you said that was going to happen is now happening about two years later right and that is the thing now i have some clients who i give them a reading and what i said literally happens to them either later that day matter of fact i had someone where i told them something and it happened that night and i also have people where it happens like a week later right all these different things A lot of people do not ask for a time frame right they don't ask for a timeline and I had to learn this from personal experience of when people when I would get readings it got to a point where I'm like okay well when is this supposed to happen right give me a time frame like sometimes spirit will give a time frame and sometimes they won't right sometimes they they won't and spirit has their, their reason, reasonings behind all it, that just, like, spirit won't tell you everything right up front, all right, because they don't want you to interfere with it, all right, try to force it to happen a lot sooner, you know, all these, all these different things, and it's the same thing when it comes to getting spell work done, uh, a lot of people, Feel that once they do a candle or they get, you know, they get some spell work done, that is going to happen within that week, right? Or within that month. Sometimes it takes longer, right? It all just depends. You have to look at it like it is a chessboard, right? Certain things need to be moved in its proper placings, okay? Things don't happen overnight. Yes, there are some things that are unexpected and they can happen overnight, but that is not for everyone. So you can't base your experience off the person next to you, right? Just because someone got a work done that happened overnight doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight for you, right? Your journey, your life is completely different than theirs, right? You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You also don't know what that person is doing. Speaking of what a person is doing... You have to continue to put in the work. When you are getting readings, and I tell people this, either A, you need to continue doing what you are currently doing, or B, you need to change your actions completely. You need to be doing something different. When it comes to getting spell work done, spell work does not cancel out the physical I have to get biblical with you guys. Faith without work is dead. Okay? That is very true. To the T. You must continue to put in the work. When people are doing candles, and this is a scene from Orange is New Black, right? This man bought a candle, spelled candle. He went back to the practitioner and said the candle didn't work. I did what you said, you know, I put the application underneath the candle and it didn't work. And the lady looked at him and said, well, did you fill it out and did you turn it in? He was like, no. Exactly. Like, you didn't do what you were supposed to do on your end, you know, doing spell work and all these different things, that is to make the way for it to happen, right? That is to help give you the momentum. That is to clear out, you know, the obstacles, help for things to go in your favor. All these different things, but you still must do your part. Okay. You still have to handle things on the physical Let that the spirit handle the spiritual side. And you don't know what's going on the spiritual side, right? So it looks like everything is all fine and dandy. On the spiritual side, everything can be, could be chaotic, Right, all these different things that you are aware of. So you must focus on the things that you can do on your end. Right? When it comes to prosperity work, because this is one of the main things that people do. Prosperity work and love work is like the main things people always do. So when it comes to prosperity work, if you are wanting more money, okay, cool, more money is gonna come. But you need to at least have an idea of what you're gonna do and and how you're gonna do it, right? So prosperity can come probably through maybe you finding a second stream of income, right? Maybe you, you know, that business you wanted to start, maybe you finally start putting out the products, right? Or maybe you get a second job, right? Or maybe you ultimately go to a new place of employment altogether to get that, right? So it doesn't just mean money's gonna fall (laughs) out of the sky and into your lap. No, you you have to do what is necessary, right? And sometimes you have to make the sacrifices, right? And, and like I tell people, sacrifices, sometimes are temporary, it's not a permanent thing, right? If one of the things that you need to do is to stop going out as much and stay at home and, and focus and, you know, do that, right? if one of the sacrifices requires you to travel do that right do what is necessary in order for you to get what you are supposed to get and at the end of the day ask spirit what what should i do how should i go about things and a lot of people don't want to do what the spirit is telling them i have someone who i've sat there and told them before don't ask me for another reading because you don't ever do what spirit tells you to do and you get upset because of the position you're at at this moment, right? Do not continue to ask spirit for them to tell you what to do and you do the complete opposite, right? You don't you don't want to be disciplined enough and spirituality requires discipline, right? It requires Dedication it requires that devotion, it requires taking accountability. Right, spirituality is not witchcraft, right? Witchcraft is something completely different. Spirituality, however, because you can be religious and spiritual, you can be spiritual and not religious, right? So, spirituality is literally that connection with yourself, with your spirit, with creator, finding your purpose, and that requires accountability, right? I sit here and I tell people all the time, right? I'm a I'm a very realistic person. When I see a problem, I'm not focusing on a problem. Let's find the solution, right? Because you can stare at a problem all day long and never get anywhere, right? Look at it like it's a math problem. You can stare at that that worksheet all day long, staring at the problems who won't put the answers on there, right? Figure out how to solve it, right? When it came to the multiplication sheets, I could stare at, you know, 60 times five all day long. That doesn't mean the answer is gonna magically appear. No, you work it out. You figure it out. Do what you have to do, right? Do what is necessary. If you need help, ask for help. But this is the thing, a lot of people take asking for help in wanting the person to do it for them. That's not getting help, right? A person is there to help guide you. They break it down. So if we're talking about 60 times 5, okay, well, what's 5 times 0? You got to sit there and think. Because if a person is telling you what to do, when that person is gone and taken out of your journey, because not everyone is going to go with you your entire journey... Then what are you going to do? You got this far, but you didn't learn anything because other people was doing the work for you. So you have to sit there and try to learn, right? Build these relationships and connections with your spirit, right? I tell a lot of people, like if you want to build a relationship with spirit, you have to sit and talk to spirit. You have to be there with spirit. You can't just call up spirit because you need something. And think they're gonna give because I know one thing about me. Don't ask me for don't ask me for anything if you and you ain't never checked up on me, you ain't never sat with me, you never hung out with me, right? Don't ask me to do something, and we don't have no relationship, right? That that's just like I remember my great aunt, I think I asked for this was years ago, I think I asked to borrow some money. And she literally told me she was like, "You don't even call to tell us hello, but you call and asking for money, right?" And so that's the thing of like, you have to build rapport, right? And another thing too is like, you tell Spirit what's going on, right? Spirit sees what is happening, and like I had to tell this to um, many clients of mine. Spirit sees what's happening. But since you didn't ask for help, you obviously got it. You obviously don't need help because you didn't ask for it, right? Ask them, what is going on, right? Another saying, closed mouths don't get fed, correct? So ask, tell them what's going on, right? Ask for the assistance, ask for the guidance, ask for the clarity, right? Sometimes it's just perspective, right? Sometimes it literally is all about perspective that will change how you go about things and what you do. Right? It helps you to form form a plan. Another thing to to look at is if you are if you have a goal, if you have a vision, you cannot reach that goal or vision if you constantly keep looking back. If you keep looking back at the negative, right? The negative. And I, I sat here and I told you know, I said I, I know me. I want at least a five. I want five acres of land. I remember I told. I remember I told my great grandmother this a long time ago. I said I want five acres of land and I want a five thousand square foot house. I don't know why, but that is what I want, right? Mind you, I came from the projects, right? I came from um, housing, right? came from, lived in a project, window units, right, outside, they had the little string for you to hang up your laundry, right, you had to use coins and quarters to use the washing machine, or you buy you a portal, or wash by hand, right, at times, we had candles, because the lights was off, so we had to light candles, because the lights was off, right, having to do something with the food, get an ice chest and put, food, you know, I can sit here all day talking about, oh, well, I, I used to live in the hood and I don't ever want to go back and, but I, okay, that's fine. You see that, but keep moving forward. Why are you keep looking back? You are not there anymore. You are not in that place anymore. Where are you at at this present moment? And that's what gives people call. I tell people you need to be present. Where are you at at this moment? Stop looking back. If you are not there anymore, why are you still sitting in it, right? Just like the five of cups do not dwell in a space. The five of hazards do not dwell, right? Because you'll be at a loss, right? Five is also a number of stagnation if you let it be, right? People will say, oh, five is a number of change. Five can also be stagnation, right? Five can also be a loss. It can pull you down. It can hold you down, right? So don't think five is just a number of change. No, five is also a number of stagnation, right? So you have to look forward, right? Use that as motivation. Look at your present moment where you are and look at what changes you need to make, right? What are some actions you need to take in order to go to the next step, right? So if your goal is to make a million dollars, I mean, sure, just write out a goal of how to make, I don't know, 10000 right? And then work your way up. So yes, have the goal, see what you want, but make the baby steps, right? So if you, you know, have $1,000 saved up, but you want a million dollars, right? You want to be able to make a million dollars. Okay, well, if you have a thousand, okay, how can you get to 3,000, right? What what steps can you make to get to 3,000? Once you get to 3,000, okay, what steps can you make to get to six, right? And just progressively build, right? You don't just jump from A to Z. No, you have to go through B, C, D, E, F, G, Right when you count, you can't just skip from one to ten. No, you go to two, three, four, five, six. And so perspective is everything, right? That is what people mean by change your perspective, change your mindset. It's small things, just like going to work out. You don't get abs overnight. And then on top of that, you have to change certain things. So, yeah, you can work out, but if your eating habits is poor. All that work you're putting in, you're just putting, you're just there at this moment because it's like there's other steps that you must take, right? Also, you can't, you know, are you just working out once a week, once a month? Like have a schedule, become dedicated, right? Maybe you work every other day, right? Or if you really want to hit that goal faster, maybe you do two a days, right? Where you work out twice a day, right? Have a have a plan of how you are going to at least get to those things. And more things will come, right? You'll pick up additional tasks. You'll find additional things to help you along the way. Because maybe you start working out, right, for a whole month and you're seeing progress and you gave yourself six months. But who knows? You may have come across someone who is a bodybuilder or a trainer, and they just decide to give you extra tips a month in your transition, right? So it's, don't sit there and think of you are lacking because you'll find things along the way. And I tell people about, I gave the analogy a long time ago. I don't know if I gave it to this podcast or just someone in general. I said the thing is, is when people are on their journey... They are stressing out for no reason, right? You come across how many crossroads? You're always going to come a, come to a crossroad. When you are driving in life itself, yeah, you can be on a freeway, right? Driving to another state, but you're, I promise you, you're going to come across a crossroad at some point in time, right? And I gave the analogy of when you come to a crossroad, you will find someone there, right? You will find someone there or you will find something there. There'll be a sign, there'll be a map or whatever, right? There'll be something there, right? That person is just to help guide you in the right direction or whatever you find at that space is to help you go into the right direction. So don't think that you going on this journey of you don't have assistance. No, you're just on a road right now. If you continue on the road, that is where you will find the clue, right? The quote-unquote clue, the quote-unquote assistance, the help, or something of that nature, right? Driving to New Orleans from Houston, there's a long, there's there's a point to where you're coming across a long bridge, right? And there's no turning around. You have no choice but to continue straight. If you don't continue straight, you will be stuck on that bridge, you would just be stuck on the bridge over water. And the only way to get over it, you can't go back. Because you go back, you go in the wrong direction, and that's causing traffic, causing an accident. And even then, you still have a distance, right? So you have to go forward, right? And then you can circle back around. But it's like, why would you circle back around when you came this far? you you here, right? You see the sign for Welcome to New Orleans, right? Because you kept straight right you just kept going until you got that sign right and that's the thing about the faith you don't always get to see right in front of you right you just have to have faith that it's coming it's coming and you keep going and there you go I remember a long time ago I gave people the um, analogy of driving in fog if you never drove in heavy fog I'm about to tell you I will never forget I drove from Corpus Christi Texas all the way to Kingsville it was It was late at night. It was either late at night or super early in the morning, right? Nonetheless, it was pitch black out there, right? It's pitch black. And driving on those back roads, dark, right? There is no, there's really no light. And so I'm driving in the dark and it's nothing but fog. I can only see, I'm not kidding you. I can only see maybe eight to ten feet in front of me and probably not even that it's probably shorter but I could not see in front of me so I'm having my lights on I'm driving a little bit slower because I can't see I cannot see nothing right the only time I see a car is if I'm like really close to it that is the only time I got to see a car but nonetheless I had to drive slow drove my lights on and just had just follow the only reason why i knew i was still on the road and keeping straight was because there's lines that you can see right you see the lines on you know the the highway the the dotted lines and then also the the solid lines right and that's the only reason why i knew i was keeping straight on the road was because all i could do was look ahead and look at the lines as my guidance that was guiding me right And I had to slow down. But I had faith. Right, I knew where I was going. I knew I was going to get to my destination. But I couldn't see what was going on. So that's also a part of the journey. You don't always get to see what's going on. All you do is follow the guides. And keep going. Because stopping was going to do what? Stopping was just. I was just going to have to sit there. And wait it out. And I honestly don't know how long that fog took to go. But it's like wait like just keep going okay keep going one thing that i was told on my journey um a long time ago is stop trying to rush to the destination trying to rush to the destination you are going to miss important things that is going to helpful be be helpful to you long term down the road right so don't try to rush the journey take what you can learn what you can learn Apply those things, right? Mastery. You have to keep applying those things. So whatever knowledge you have at this moment, whatever things you have learned, focus on that, master it, perfect it, do whatever, right? Focus on that, and then when the next thing comes, you're not feeling overwhelmed because I learned this, but I learned this, and I don't know what to focus on one thing at a time, so that way you don't feel overwhelmed, right? Um, and that is all, that is what I'm going to leave you guys with today, right? Cause I don't, I don't want to give y'all too much, right? But that is what I'm going to leave you guys with today. So remember, look forward. Okay. Look forward, form a plan. Okay. Form a plan. Talk to your spirits, get them involved. Just like whoever your spirit, Jesus. Jesus you know mary you know saint expedite archangel michael right whoever it is you 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 speak to involve them right ask for their help ask for their guidance right you speak to the odisha you speak to the lowa you speak to santa muerte right whoever it is you speak to involve them in your plans right but also tell them what you are going to do on your end right what Sacrifices. What changes are you willing to make to get to ensure this happens with their assistance, right? And begin to do the work, because I promise you, uh, a suggestion that a uh gave me when it came to be um saving up money for something was save ten percent of everything you make, but tell tell spirit. That you are putting 10% aside to do this, this, that, and a third. And continue to do that and watch them bless you with more income because you are following through on your promise. You're following through on your plan and they will follow through on theirs, right? So I'm going to leave that with you guys today. May you enjoy the rest of your day, evening, week. <laughs> And we will touch back.